When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, Don here. Tom and I are taking a little time off to spend with family. So, in our stead, we're presenting some lost archive podcasts. (laughs) These are podcasts that, well, they were up on the web many years ago, and then when we changed podcast services, these vanished, and then they were found again. So, many of you, most of you, Almost all of you have not heard these podcasts. Uh, These date from back in the summer of 2017, which is when I was traveling across the country. And we did the shows, well, often we did them with me on remote, in, in remote locations, but they worked out well. And the great thing about these shows is that they show how consistent our advice has been over the years. However, there are some things we talk about that are very dated like events we're holding or offers we have or whatever it might be. The disclaimer is a little outdated, stuff like that, because this episode's from back in 2017. So have a great holiday. Enjoy this episode. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. 4,000 miles, 10 states, and he lands right here in beautiful downtown Seattle, Washington. What is he talking about, you me. ask? Me. He's talking about me. <laughs> okay. I made it across the country. Was it only 10 uh, states? That's it, really? I, I think, well, because some of them are really big. Oh, okay. Yeah, I counted. Yeah. Like Texas. Okay, that should, drive that, for a while, yeah. Texas should count for more than one state. Good point. Because it's so big. Yeah. And, and then we kind of took a little jog through California, which, by the way, holy cow, I've never been through Northern California before. Really? Wow. No wonder you like it there. Yeah, pretty place. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And Tom took his own micro trip. Yeah. Was that, was that last week, too? That was, yeah. I left uh, what a week, a week and a few days ago and drove from Chicago back to here. Tom, I thought that was like five states or something. Tom so. does his trips in like two days. It was, I yeah, take, two and a half days. I take three weeks. <laughs> That's plenty enough for me and in the that, car. that, that yeah. right there is our personalities in a nutshell. It <laughs> pretty much says everything yeah, you need really to know. It really pretty much says yeah. everything about it. I'm Don McDonald. That's Tom Cock. This show is called Talking Real Money for a very, very good reason. Because guess what we talk about? Go ahead, Tom. What do we? What are we talking? I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's something to do with your finances, money. We talk about real money. That's right. As opposed to fake money. Yeah. We don't talk about Bitcoin. That's fake money. Good lord, because I I don't know what it is. Can I, you I, even? I, I, can, I, can, I can't. Under, just, I, I try so hard to wrap my little tiny pea brain. Speculation wrapped around, around a whoa. puzzle wrapped around. A, I it's don't know. An enigma. So, yeah. It's it's literally something that you can create by pushing some buttons on a keyboard, and it's like I just made money. I didn't do anything, but I made money. Then I'm going to start keyboarding a lot more. Yeah, <laughs> so. you, you'll never figure it out. <laughs> okay. So we talk about real money, and and by that we mean real life issues. We're talking about how you get to where you need to be financially without getting ripped off in the process. And that may sound like it's incredibly difficult, and and. and we know for a fact that it is made to sound difficult by most of the people in the industry, but it's not that difficult. We'll help you invest better. We'll help. We'll try to help you spend better. We'll help you avoid some insurance scams, swindles, and ripoffs. We'll help you understand how the markets work, not how Merrill Lynch wants you to think they work. And we're gonna we're going out to uh, to do the National American Association of Individual Investors Conference. God help us. And just two booths away from us is Investors Business Daily. I cannot wait to see what happens to. Me. <laughs> I'm going to be lynched, tarred, yeah. feathered. Something bad is going to happen to me should, at AAII. That would be an interesting topic um, if if we get time today uh, to talk about why that publication is really not important. It's nothing you need to read. It's nothing you need to know. It's it's, it's so far it's, it's so far to the opposite uh, end of important. I I love to get it once in a while, and it's like the weekly world news. You know, I get it once in a while just, just because it's funny. Yeah. Well, and it's 
it's it's but it's sad. It's funny and sad. It's sad and funny. It's an anachronism. We do want to mention uh, over the last couple of days. One of the reasons I came out to Seattle was to help. Why did our you firm, come to Seattle? Our, our firm, Why? Vestory, Why? We, Why? Why me? Well, okay, now what in the Pacific Northwest? Yeah. Which is the fastest growing registered investment advisory firm? Hmm. I'm going to go with Vestry. Vestry, just, correct. Okay, the one I know. We so, outgrew. Okay. We outgrew our little dingy office. Yes, we did. Over on 120th, yeah. we outgrew it and we moved into a new office. Yep. And that's what we've been doing for the past couple of days is building furniture. And we bought it. By the way, we did step up slightly <laughs> from the IKEA furniture. Yeah. We got Wayfair furniture. Dirt uh, cheap. It lo- I think it looks beautiful. I All love right. the new office, the whole thing. So yeah. So on. So we're gonna we're inviting you to come and see us, right? Only Cup- sixty of you. Yeah. It's, that's three weeks from today. The yeah. 19th? The nineteenth. Okay. So yeah. We're having a big open house yeah. and live show mm-hmm. from our new offices and food trucks and food trucks. Big deal. So you can go to talkingrealmoney.com click yep. on the events events button. and events join button. us 10 bucks you get lunch you get the show you can wander through the office steal stuff from my office whatever's not glued down it's fine with me you have I don't nothing care. worth stealing I, I literally no don't. i've been to your office there's nothing <laughs> worth stealing hey those are there. those are relics those, those are aren't <laughs> relics those <laughs> okay. those are models of relics Fair enough. Fake relics. Anyway, join us so go Saturday the 19th uh, from, I think it's 11 to 3. Yeah, it's an open house. Th- yeah, so and the $10 just covers your yeah, $10 charge, it covers your food. Because yeah. you're going to get food, truck food. food. Great yeah. food. Yeah. Uh, now let's go to the phones. And Teresa, welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Glad I have a question. Um, I've got to take my mandatory distribution. I'm just turning 70 and a half. I'm still working full time, and I thought um, I should increase my um, contribution to my 401k at my current job so I can offset what I'm um, going to be taxed on for my mandatory distribution. Let me ask you another question. So, the required minimum distribution is that coming out of the 401k? No, that's your IRA, I think. It's going to come out of prior 401k. Oh, okay, I was going to say because. Because the, I, in the current I, I one, you just, wouldn't have to. Have yeah, to, yeah, and I don't have to take money out of this current one, but yeah. I've only been there since March, so it's a brand new um, 401k. But I thought of increasing my contribution to offset what I, so I won't be taxed. Yeah, so you'll you you just increase your. Yeah, I, like, re- I think that's a really good taxes. strategy yeah, right. because what you're doing is you're taking some of your taxable income mm-hmm. off the table by putting it in the 401k right. as you add to your taxable income with the RMDs. I think that's really a right. great strategy, and you're. You're at a great advantage in that you're still working and you can do that. You like your work, and I'm. I, I would think uh, so. Pardon me. Do I? I love my work. Good. And also, um, I'm. I'm going to be. Um, I think putting the distributions into a Roth. I just put some more money into a Roth um, on a closed account for my agency that went out of business. They made me take the distribution. They also took. They also apparently already um, wrote a check to me as well as the Vanguard. So I've already um, taken some of that mandatory distribution so okay well you need um, to sit down and calculate yeah. all, all of that but i'm i have a question because i think i just got confused for a minute you said you're okay. putting money into a roth from a previous 401k I, distribution no no well what i um they made they took it um my old agency closed and they okay. they were supposed to send all the money to vanguard but they cut me a check so and the check had um taxes taken out so i'm assuming that was a and it was a about three and a half percent. Was that so but but, but was that, that from that an IRA like, account? From a four hundred one K, correct? That was a that was like a four hundred three B. Yeah. A four hundred three B. Okay. A retirement plan. So the so yeah, they so they simply said plan. you have you're gonna have to take this they were closing down the plan is what, what happened. Is that okay. what I'm hearing? Yes, they okay. did. But isn't yes. that eligible to be rolled? Well I it was eligible to be rolled, but like I said, instead of sending it all to Vanguard, they cut me a check for about three and a half percent. So right, I'm assuming but, that but, was the mandatory distribution and I'll just wow that's unusual that how long ago did that happen to... how yeah, long ago I, I just haven't that seen that just like a week ago oh i mean and i'm just turning i'm just turning 70 and a half now so i was going to call and complain but i think that was what they did is i would if it was my money i would call and complain well, because i think yeah. you should go but because that's and withholding the taxes is kind of silly you could have rolled the whole amount over to an ira well, and then I figure thought, out the I taxes mean, yeah that's my I mean, concern I, I still need to take them um, mandatory distribution so i will just 
discount that money. You have time to do that. You don't have to do that today. Yeah. What I would do, I really well, I would. Already, I already put the check into a Roth. So wait a minute. Um, you can't I, put the. You mean the check from Vanguard? You put into a Roth? No, no. I put no. I, that went to Vanguard. But oh, oh, oh. The, the check from your four hundred three b you put into yeah, a Roth I, IRA as a new yeah. contribution to a Roth. Correct? Yeah, it was a new uh, contribution. All right. This Here's, is high finance. This I'll is really. You. Yeah. This Woo. is kind of convoluted. <laughs> I would absolutely suggest, Teresa, that before the year is out, you yeah. sit down with a very good accountant just to make sure this is done right so that the 403B distribution, because I am not sure that that will count as your RMD from your IRA. Okay. See what I'm saying? I've already talked, before this, I already talked to um, an accountant. To, and they said that yeah, 403B so, distribution can well, count? I don't know. He didn't, he, well, I'm sure that, well, I'll, I'll call him again. Because it never made it to an IRA. For a whole hour. That's Pardon my me? concern. Never, I don't know yeah. the letter of the law, but it never made it, it to an actually, IRA. It never made the. So you never moved the money directly check. to the individual retirement account. Generally, no, you would I add didn't. up all those retirement plans minus the one you're already you're continuing to save in. Right, that right. would be a total dollar amount. And then, I think it'll yeah. still. I think it'll still count. I just want you to make sure, just so you don't I suffer will. any kind of penalty. I am pretty confident you're okay, but I just in this case, particularly when you're starting the RMD process and you have as many accounts as you do, just make sure you absolutely have it straight. I, I am pretty sure you're okay. I just want you to double, double check. Ter- Teresa, thanks so much for the call. We really appreciate it. I want to finish the thought with Teresa to make sure people understood. What we were saying was you should have one regular retirement, pre-tax retirement account, in my mind. Mm-hmm. So if you if you have a job and you move to a new job, I would roll that money over to Into the my new IRA. Job. Yeah. Or, or over the to the IRA. new job. Yeah, yeah. But, but I would have one. I would have one Roth because people come in and they, oh, I got this little Roth over here and I got this other thing. Horribly confusing, tough to keep track of, and generally you're paying more money for that. Then I would have one other taxable type of account, but that's all I would have. I wouldn't have all these mishmash. People think the the adage, I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket because I have this IRA and that IRA has absolutely, that is not, all the eggs in one basket is just owning Amazon stock. That's all the eggs in one basket. raised another incredibly powerful point. Wow. I know. You must be getting ready to go on vacation (laughs) because you're just running Wrapping you're, gonna, you're just finishing up all those ideas before the bourbon begins. There you go. Uh, the the fact that we as investors confuse the investment with the package, with the Bingo. wrapper, with yep. the container in which they sit. I need everybody to listen to this really carefully. An IRA or a 401k or a Roth is not in and of itself an investment. It is the vessel in which your investments are contained. So you can have a single Roth with, let's say, TD Ameritrade, for example, or Schwab, or whomever it might be. You can have a single Roth with them and have thousands of investments inside that Roth. And we think you should, by the way. So the IRA is really not, when they say all your eggs in one basket, it is not the account. The basket we're talking about is the the investments. Yeah, and that that raises another point, because sometimes people say, well, you tell us to put all our money at Charles Schwab. Is that a problem? No, No, because they've got private insurance they've got federal insurance they uh, there's your money is safe at a major custodian well and the other thing is 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 despite all that and you know the insurance is almost moot the reality is they can't get their hands on your securities yeah Yeah. they don't own your securities they are merely holding them they are for all intents and purposes let's assume you we'll talk about amazon yeah you buy 100 shares of amazon they're in your account at schwab schwab can't do anything with those they belong to you. They're just like sitting, they're not literally sitting in a vault, but figuratively, they're sitting in a oh, vault. Oh, there's some people that have them sitting in a vault. Right, but, I've seen the but, certificates. But most of the time now, they're held electronic. electronically. Yeah, they're right. just an electronic entry. And the only thing that would destroy all of that is the world blowing up. And then I just really believe you're not going to care that it much. It won't be high on the list. Let's put it that way. So, Oh my gosh, zombie apocalypse. I got to get down to Charles Schwab and liquidate my account. So back to Teresa. Just So again, I would have one pre-tax or regular IRA or 401k. Yeah. I would have one post-tax Roth type account, yeah. and then I would have another, if one you had the money, regular taxable account. Regular That's account. That's it. Not You don't need nine of them. Well, so. it, it makes it very difficult, as you said, to keep track of Ugh. them. It also makes it very difficult to do the one thing that we think is the most important thing you do, and that is you look at your portfolio as one organism, one entity. It is not the sum of its parts. It is all of those parts working together. It's it's 
It's Think of it like an organism, like a living creature. Each of those different parts are part of one thing. It's not, I don't have 10 portfolios. I have a portfolio. I'm Don. That's Tom. We're talking real money. Sharon, you are up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Sharon. How can we help you? You can help me by letting me know what is the difference between ETF and index funds. I'm trying to consolidate my portfolio like you guys suggest. And I look for low fences on both, but I don't know which is better to do all ETFs, all index funds, or what? Well, let's go. Let's Yeah, let's start at, at, at ETFs. Time. Yeah. Wel- Ex- welcome to Definition Thank Time. Thank you, Don. Talking real money. <laughs> Mr. Definition Tom will now... An ETF is an exchange-traded fund. It is like a mutual fund, except that it trades intraday, trades during the day. A mutual fund only trades once. A day. A day. So a day. there's a difference. So ETFs, therefore, have from time to time been more volatile because, and for reasons not everybody understands, the people that make the market, no, they don't. I mean, Even, this uh, no, no, no. Even the people who make the market in these funds I, go, I don't know why it went down. Yeah. So generally, generally, people come to us and we say, we would rather see you use an index mutual fund rather than an ETF. That being said, for our clients, we do use one yep. ETF at Schwab because it's very, very inexpensive. Now, we are truly, Sharon, we are truly splitting hairs when it comes right down to it. We like to use index funds because of the lack of intraday, minute-by-minute volatility. Because what has happened a couple of times is these ETFs, which are, for all intents and purposes, identical to an index fund, but they trade throughout the day, they have gotten out of their pricing, has gotten all out of whack during the course of the day. And this has caused people to do dumb things and panic and sell into a fluke. And an index fund wouldn't let that happen because it the index funds wait until the market is completely closed and then they reprice their entire portfolio. So, Based on the securities in that portfolio. But let me ask you another question. Maybe we can help hairs. you. So where is your money custodian? Where is it held? In Schwab. At Schwab. So, I mean, and I believe you can get Schwab for zero yeah. trading costs. So you yeah. could put together a pretty good portfolio of Schwab exchange traded funds. And pay nothing. And pay nothing. I mean, and the expense ratios are tiny. In so, that case, in the Schwab case, then it might make more sense from a financial standpoint for you to use the index ETFs. But make sure you use passive ETFs, no actively that's managed my, I ETFs. I was getting to that. That my other issue around ETF because people hear ETF and they think, oh, it's an index. No, because there are hundreds already, maybe thousands of actively managed ETFs. And you asked for a difference between ETFs and index funds. An index ETF is the same product. I'll give you an example. So you could own VT. V is in Victory, T is in Tom. That is an ETF that is the same basket of securities as the VTWSX, the Vanguard Total World Stock Index. One is a mutual fund. The other one is an ETF. You could get the ETF, I believe, a little cheaper, although both of them would be inexpensive. Here's another idea. I be- I, here's, I don't want to say I believe again. I think you can go to Paul Merriman's website, paulmerriman.com, and I think he has a portfolio of Schwab ETFs you Are could use. Are we plugging that I Paul know, Merriman he, he guy showed again? showed up last week when you were in uh, wherever you were. But that would be another... I, mean, I was in Salt Lake. Okay. You, so there's... Good, true. You were working. You weren't taking the day off. So, I mean, again, what Don said is right. You're splitting hairs. If my money was at Schwab, I'd probably use the ETFs because you can buy them with zero transaction fee. Unless you had an advisor who gave you access to dimensional funds. Good point. And then all the other bets are off the table and we would be all over the dimensional funds in a heartbeat. So I hope that helps, Sharon. Again, all things being equal, go with index funds. But if it's going to reduce your costs, go with ETFs. Not a dramatic difference. And we I don't really want to make it sound like we're quibbling. No. We're not quibbling. Just trying to explain the minute, and they are minute differences. So the question generally does come up, and it just did this week, client in town saying, hey, what what about the market? It's gone straight up. Should I be nervous? What's it going to do now, Tom? Yeah, What's they want to know. Now? Everybody wants to know. And of course, my and before, I, before they even finished the words, they said, we know what you're going to say. Thank you for listening. Thank <laughs> but, you for listening. Wait, let's quiz for all of you really quickly before Tom says it. What's Tom going to say? Okay, just hold Gee, that Mr. thought. Mr. Hand, Go. I don't know. Will that I thought. graduate? I don't know. No, I mean, you don't. we don't know. But but my answer to them, and they're in great position, retired, they have 60% of their money exposed to the global stock markets. 40% is in the safest US. bonds fixed income that I know. U.S. Treasury securities, right? Those are pretty safe. They, they always paid you back, right? That 
could change one day, I guess. But as of now, they look so. Hey, we're no Venezuela yet. <laughs> cool. So I mean, so the the point was they answered the question themselves. They right. said, "Yeah, we know you're going to say you don't know. We're going. You know, we're going to say your asset allocation is designed. That was two boring words. Your stock to bond. How much in the risky things? How much in the less risky is balanced in a way to meet your future needs and how much volatility you can handle. Well, here's how my answer differs from yours. Yeah, I actually know. Oh, you do. I do. You don't. You say I don't know. Well, can you wait till I, the next hour to release that? I actually know. <laughs> okay. I guarantee uh-huh. that the market will go down and it will go up. That's a good guarantee. And I can be very. I guarantee those. Yeah. It'll go down and it'll go up. And I can confidently state that I believe it will rise more than it will fall. Because that's what it's done. It's done that yeah. for as long as there's been trading in equities yeah, or or an economy. And and that's the other thing, people. You here you go, folks. Listen very carefully, please. Quit thinking about stocks. Quit thinking about bonds. Start thinking about economy, the economy of the planet. Don't invest in a business. Invest in the planet. Has the world, the value of all the businesses in the world, all the money made since the beginning of time, has that increased steadily year after year after year? And if you say anything other than yes, you haven't been paying attention. Well, not every year, though. But you, but Pretty it's stepping close. back. Well, I mean, you go back to the... GDP numbers have been... Mm-hmm. No, okay. and, and you know somebody even pulled that once years ago on me, and I did some yeah, the research. Early 30s. Well, but again, if you look at global GDP, it it really was a pretty steady. There was were a little okay. couple of World dips. War Two. Actually, it was massive growth. Oh, I know. Massive having just, growth. Having in just World seen War Dunkirk II. last night, which I highly recommend to anybody who's not yeah. squeamish. Oh man, it's 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 intense. Two hours, but so to go back to what what you're saying is take your money and expose it, if you will, to to the whole global market. Yeah, I think that's good advice. And then you don't have to worry about but, what the stock market does. Here's, a, here's another thing people forget because they, they we run into this other one a lot. My money's in the bank. Yeah. I know when I wake up tomorrow, my money's going to be there in the bank. Right. And it's not going to go up very much, but it's not going to go down. Here's the thing you forget. That money in 10 years is worth a whole lot less in the bank, right? So that's the point that people have a tendency to forget. Feel safe, but you're, oh, yeah. you're no, losing I, to I, the growing I, price of whatever it, commodity. It's always been, putting your money in the bank has always been a absolute guarantee of a loss. I guarantee you're going to lose money over time. So why are you doing that when I can almost guarantee that the global economy will continue to grow more valuable over time? That's the way you have to think about investing. All of this other garbage is just noise. It's a it's sales racket. Noise. It is, yeah. There's nothing else to it. Uh, real quickly, Will, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real money i will hi um i've got uh, my mother's retired she's 91 and she has a second house she wants to sell and she her uh, gross income is under about thirty-five thousand a year and i was just wondering uh what kind of taxes are paid on that uh capital gains capital gains that that will be the tax so what you have to do figure out what her cost basis is how much she paid for how much she paid for the house then you can adjust that expenses and that kind of thing yeah the the house was actually my grandmother's my father mother wow. and my dad died and she and my mom inherited that well but you'll get so when she would have inherited up yeah when did then? she inherit it yeah uh, it's about three years ago okay so she'll get what you have to do is go back and recreate the value at three years ago an appraiser can do that they can look back at their records pay 500 bucks for an appraisal to give you the the value three years ago then anything over and above that less any improvements that are allowed to be made to the property will be taxed as a long-term capital gain and in her case that'll be very very low because the maximum rate is for most people is about 15 15 percent yeah. yeah okay great so not a lot of taxes wish her well right. too that's great yeah okay but, thank you thank you will we appreciate the call for most of you i i am going to be hanging around for another hour uh so if you really didn't want tom listening in on your conversation oh, i'll be listening oh darn it i forgot <laughs> well i forgot we're on the radio yeah it's kind of hard darn to hide it, that darn yeah it, darn it all right tom is going to sneak out of here in a few minutes because tom is going on a well-deserved vacation to beautiful, icy, I can't imagine people actually jump into Lake Voluntarily. Chelan. There was some discussion about Pushing? helping you in this year if and you didn't do it on you your know, own. You so. notice I'm not going. <laughs> You're staying safe. I'm staying here. I, I hope you I'm have a great staying, week. I'm staying to, to get the new office set up. Yeah, somebody's got to do the heavy lifting, as it were. You you'll have be a great show. Your, you'll be doing your week. own heavy lifting there you go. with the beer mug. <laughs> exactly. Don't go away. He will. 
Tom and Don are talking real money. Quick break. In addition to our Talking Real Money podcast, we have a few other tools to help you gain a better understanding of the concept of real investing. Of course, there's Real Investing Journal. That's offered in both a free online version and in an inexpensive printed magazine. Explore both those options at realinvestingjournal.com, realinvestingjournal.com. Then we teach classes. We offer most of our live classes in the Seattle area because that's where most of our offices are, but most of you live elsewhere. That's why we're now offering the same classes that Tom and I taught at RetireMeet online right now, free at TalkingRealMoney.com under the video link. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com and then click on the video link. You'll see them right there. Finally, we also manage the wealth or the budding wealth of hundreds of folks like you through our fee-only 100% fiduciary investment advisory firm, Vestory. You'll find our approach is consistent with the message we've been sharing for decades. We always put our clients' needs first. Our fees are among the lowest of any non-robo-advisor, and constant education is one of our core values. Visit Vestry.com for more information on our firm and to take our free no-obligation risk quiz to better understand and the level of investment volatility you can tolerate. That's Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. You gotta love infomercials. This has nothing to do with the show, but I'm looking at this infomercial. Uh, I don't know what it's for, and I don't really care. But it said live studio taping. (laughs) Wait a minute. Live or is it taped? I just made no sense. There is a problem with money. People want it badly. Some of them want it so badly they will do and say almost anything to take it away from you. And I don't like it when they do that. I'm Don McDonald. Tom just snuck away on a week-long vacation where half of his body will be bobbing above the water, baking in 100-degree temperatures, and the other half will be icing over in 60-degree water, which for me is just, I bet it's even colder than that. Probably like 30-degree water. Okay, that'd be freezing. 33-degree water. I don't know. It's really cold. So anyway, Tom's gone for a week. I'll be here the rest of the hour. He'll be back with us again next week. And, of course, you're out there, and I'm here to help. Plus, we're bribing. We are bribing. We got the bribe in effect. If you didn't get enough good information from the show, we'll make sure you get great investing, real investing information for the next year with a free subscription to Real Investing Journal that would normally cost you 25 bucks. So but just by calling and asking a question, you get Real Investing Journal and help on the radio. 877-397-5666. And remember, if you're listening to the podcast at real uh, talkingrealmoney.com or you listen to the show on Sunday on another station, call on Saturday. Saturday from noon until 2 on the West Coast, 3 until five on the east coast 877-397-5666 so there are a lot of talk shows um and most of them cover the same thing most of them cover something that for some reason we like to talk about but we don't deal with very much in our day-to-day lives this is one of the few shows that deals with first a topic that really makes a difference in how you live and two does it in a way that puts your needs ahead of ours we talk about money because it fuels your life. We talk about investing your money because it secures your future. And you need to understand money probably more. Oh no, I shouldn't even say probably. Far more than you need to understand politics, if you can ever possibly understand politics. I just, you know, unless you really like reading obscenity in the New York Times, I'd just give it up for a while. I swear General Kelly's going to shoot him. He's just going to come in and go scaramooch, scaramooch, and he's just going to you know, he's a general. Anyway, I'm not going to talk politics. We're going to talk money. Before the break, I was talking about these young men who were building furniture at our office. One of them, 22 years old, hasn't saved yet, said, I really want to save for my retirement. I said, okay, you're 21. You have earned income. Do you have a Roth IRA? He goes, no, no. I have a friend who said I probably should have one. And he, uh, he really, I don't know that he really knew what it was. And so we talked a little bit about what a Roth IRA is, how you put a little money away um, and you don't go to your friend who's a broker, your friend who's an insurance agent, or go into your bank. You go if you're just getting started as an investor. And again, I get 
nothing for this, okay? It's just I found that this is one of the better ways to do it. There may be others. But go to TD Ameritrade, open a Roth IRA there, fund it with a few dollars every paycheck, every time you get paid, and then invest it. If you're 21 years old, I don't even have to talk to you about risk tolerance. Just invest it in a portfolio that owns all the stocks in the world, and that would be Vanguard's ETF VT because you get that for free. So you don't pay fees for the IRA. You don't pay any transaction costs. You get it all for free. So all your money's working for you. That's so important. And then they, to the, to the both of the young men there, there's an 18-year-old and a 21-year-old. I said, both of you guys, if you have a checking account, and the 18-year-old didn't yet, I said, get one. If you have a checking account, get started with Acorns. And again, I don't get anything for saying that. I wish I did because I'd probably be making a lot of money, but that's okay because this is for your good, for your future. Set it up and then you save without even knowing you're saving. That's the key. And if you're lucky enough, and one of these young men was not, to have a family that gives them gifts, because I asked this question and he goes, that's kind of a sore subject. If you're a 21-year-old, 18-year-old, 17-year-old, 16-year-old, you got a job and your family gives you gifts, you know they may be cool at the moment, but come on, turn your brain on for a second. You know that in a year they're going to be, or two, they're going to be obsolete and they're gonna, you're going to throw them away. Instead, ask people to put money in your Roth if you have earned income. Really build yourself a future. I just think this is one of the most important messages that we can ever impart on this program and that you, as individuals, can impart to other people. Get a Roth, make investing and saving automatic. And Acorns is one way to do that. There are others, again, I'm sure, but it's just really, I've done it so it was so easy. If I can do it, anybody can do it. So give it a shot. You're going to be uh, you're going to be a better person for it, either for helping someone else or get, getting started yourself. Kathy, you're up next. Welcome to the show. Thank you. What can I do for you today, Kathy? Well, my husband and I, we're in our 60s and we're both on Social Security. Yes, ma'am. And we're, we have sold our home and we're moving in with our daughter. Okay. And we have the money from the proceeds of our house that we're thinking of paying off her mortgage and um, just having all of us live, you know, basically rent-free, mortgage-free. Um, my question to you is, should we just, you know, give her the money or would it be better if we, um, you know, put the house in all of our names? Obviously, we're going to, you know, make terms with her in case she ever wanted to sell. Mm. But what would be the, you know, ramifications for us just giving her the money? Well, y you have the gift tax issue, um, but you could also deduct that from your lifetime estate exemption. How much money are we talking about? Only um like 230,000 230,000 okay that does exceed yeah. the gift tax limits so okay. you can't really give her that much money in one year without incurring a gift tax on the amount but there's a there's a loophole you can give her almost any amount up to your lifetime estate exemption and she would not you just deduct it from what your your estate exemption would be when you die okay what, but i've got to come back to a bigger picture and this really isn't money you guys are moving in with her at her behest and she, this is all good with the family i just worry when families like commingle assets that that it can lead unless right. unless there are some really solid ironclad agreements where everybody is set down and and every possible aspect negative aspect to it has been explained for example you give them two hundred and thirty thousand dollars is she married no she's single so she's single okay well that helps but let's say a few years down the road you get in a big fight and she says, out, out, out. I don't want you around here anymore. I'm not <laughs> right, saying that will right. happen, but let's just look at a worst case scenario. You're out a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. And you have well, that's no. Why we, would have, you know, we would have some, uh, you know, that she would. Then then uh, the solution there, then the solution yeah. there, Kathy, is probably for you to buy a portion of the house. For you to, okay. you to sit down with a real estate attorney and buy oh. a, a, a percentage ownership in the house, draw up the proper documents, then you own it, and it makes it a lot more difficult for there to be a misunderstanding down the road, and you don't have to worry about the taxation. Tom and Don are talking real money. We hope you're enjoying one of the more unique podcasts out there, but we want to remind you that there are other tools we offer to help you get educated about what we call real investing. We publish Real Investing Journal both as a free online version and in an inexpensive printed magazine. You can check those out at realinvestingjournal.com. 
Then we offer classes, most of which are in the Seattle area, but now we've got a couple of the classes that we taught at RetireMeet online for free at TalkingRealMoney.com under the video link. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com, click on the video link. And finally, we rarely mention it, but we also manage wealth for hundreds of folks and well over a third of a million dollars through our fee-only 100% fiduciary investment advisory firm, Vestory. We manage money just as we talk about it. We always put our clients first, our fees are low, and we educate you on a regular basis. Go to Vestry.com to learn more and you can take our free no obligation risk quiz to understand the level of investment volatility you can tolerate. That's Vestry.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And I'm here to help you out with these kinds of problems. And let me tell you, the number one source of strife in families, without a doubt, is money. Financial misunderstandings. You need to make sure uh, that everything is written down. Everything is very clear to everyone involved. That's why sometimes it pays to get a lawyer involved because they're really good at explaining all of the various ramifications of the thing that you are doing. It's part of the reason why, despite my romantic nature, prenups are not a bad idea, particularly if you've got some assets. Avoid misunderstandings. Get it in writing. And this doesn't just apply to interpersonal relationships. This applies to business relationships. This particularly should apply to financial relationships. When you are going to work with someone to help you manage your money, most of the people out there don't want you to understand how it works. I know that for a fact. I was in the industry. I've been in the industry for a very, very long time. Very long time. <laughs> Going on 40 years now or something. These folks, well, 35, they want op uh, opacity and obfuscation, kind of dancing around issues. Th those are their friends. I'll give you a perfect example. Insurance agents who sell in insurance investment products. I, I never ever, ever heard a case where they told their client how much they received in a commission. I have never heard of it ever happening, not one time. If you're a client of an insurance agent and you remember your insurance agent saying, oh yeah, I'll be getting a 5%, 6%, 7%, 8%, 9%, 10%, 11%, 12% commission on this uh, indexed annuity or this variable annuity I'm selling you, please call me and let me know. Because I've never in my 30 plus years in this business heard of them doing that because transparency is a negative for them. If you knew how much you paid, you wouldn't deal with them. That is why it is so important to get all this stuff in writing. You need to make sure that you totally understand. And part of the problem is the disclosure documents are written for the express purpose. They really are. They are not designed to make it easy for you to understand what you're getting into. They're designed to make it complicated. So what you need to do, I have a little tip for you. There's a form and you can go down download this form. So if you're going to visit a stockbroker, uh, a quote advisor at one of the, the financial firms, even if they claim to be a fiduciary, I, I'm a fiduciary, even if they claim to be a fiduciary, make sure you get it in writing. So go to TalkingRealMoney.com, the same place you go for all the other good info. Go to TalkingRealMoney.com and right there, hold on, going to walk through it with you. I'm going to TalkingRealMoney.com right now on my little computer. All right, should be right on the, I, I should have a little book mark for it, but I don't. Uh, TalkingRealMoney.com, and what you need to do is download what is called the Advisor Interview Form, right there on the front page. Uh, it used to be two pages. I've reduced it to one page. It's a PDF. Print it out, carry it with you, and avoid misunderstandings in the future. If they will fill that out and sign it, you can, you're never going to be 100% confident about anything. But if you can fill that out and get someone to sign it, you can be very confident that they are not lying, that they are probably honorable people. You'll find that most probably won't, though. 
Tom and Don are talking real money. Quick break. In addition to our Talking Real Money podcast, we have a few other tools to help you gain a better understanding of the concept of real investing. Of course, there's Real Investing Journal. That's offered in both a free online version and in an inexpensive printed magazine. Explore both those options at realinvestingjournal.com, realinvestingjournal.com. Then we teach classes. We offer most of our live classes in the Seattle area because that's where most of our offices are, but most of you live elsewhere. That's why we're now offering the same classes that Tom and I taught at RetireMeet online right now, free at TalkingRealMoney.com under the video link. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com and then click on the video link. You'll see them right there. Finally, we also manage the wealth or the budding wealth of hundreds of folks like you through our fee-only 100% fiduciary investment advisory firm, Vestory. You'll find our approach is consistent with the message we've been sharing for decades. We always put our clients' needs first. Our fees are among the lowest of any non-robo-advisor and constantly Constant education is one of our core values. Visit Vestry.com for more information on our firm and to take our free no-obligation risk quiz to better understand the level of investment volatility you can tolerate. That's Vestry.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. And I am Don McDonald talking about it with you here on Talking Real Money. Tom is taking a vacation. And if you're wondering what real investing information is, well, I'll give you an example of what it isn't. I was just looking at CNN Money, which is Money Magazine, basically. It's the same same people. And I went to their markets page to look for their stories on investing. And it's almost, again, almost impossible to find a story that's truly about investing. For example, tobacco stocks crushed as FDA targets gets nicotine investing story or speculation story not about investing if you buy tobacco stocks or sell tobacco stocks you're betting on the direction of the future direction of tobacco stocks branson sells virgin atlantic stake to single company gambling again wells fargo delta u.s economy that might be but it's first quarter so it's really not investing it's about speculating what's the economy going to do in the short term starbucks closing tivana stores all of them all of them wow well, good thing I don't drink tea much. Uh, and, and really, there's nothing else here. The only story that comes close to being about investing, only one comes close. It says how to bank, save, and invest in a socially responsible way. And that is pretty much the extent of it. Hi, James. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Yeah, I've got a question. Um, last year under uh, President Obama, there was a, a fiduciary uh, rule put in effect so that everybody had to say they were a fiduciary or not. Is that still in? Did that go in effect or was that overturned by it, the current? administration. It was a Department of Labor rule that required that anyone who provides investing advice on a retirement plan, that is, the, that's the line they drew. Anyone who provides advice on a retirement plan, which means a 401k, 403b, 457, uh, IRA or Roth IRA, must act as a fiduciary. And if they don't, they have to have you sign what is called a best interest contract exemption. Now, that rule went into effect in June, but only in the sense that it's it's sort of required. It's it's kind of a practice rule. This is the preseason rule. They, it, 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 they actually have to start acting like it in January. Okay, do you think it's going to stay in effect or do you think that I, the, the banks are going to turn it over? I think that over? I think this is one of those cases where the investment firms have seen the writing on the wall for a long time. And while they will try to find ways around it, I think when it comes to retirement advice that, that that most companies are going to be switching to the fiduciary model and I think that that's good for the for the investment community that doesn't mean everybody's going to behave they're not uh, you know there are a lot of people who are pitching insurance products and acting as a fiduciary at the same time it's going to be hard to crack down on them but it, it's a good thing overall and yeah I think it will I think it will stay one in large part because I do believe that the Trump administration has so much other stuff on its 
plate that this has been forgotten. You know, they're really well, busy. That's a good thing. They're really busy. They're busy. They got Russia. They got health care. This is way down the list now of things they're worried about. So I think it's going to stick. Okay. Okay. Good. Well, thanks for the information. Thanks for calling, James. Hang on. We'll get you that code for the uh, Real Investing Journal. And Catherine, you are next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Thank you. Thank you for calling. What can I do for you? Well, um, I wanted to speak to Kathy. And um, let me say up front, I'm not a financial advisor or anything of the like, but I am aware of some programs that I believe are from the first is the 1031 exchange, which is the IRS hack code, mm-hmm. which says that you can have, you can, now it does not mean you're going to get out of your tax. It just means that you are deferring your tax. You're talking about for property says, where you, where you can take a piece correct. of property and uh, sell it and buy a like property, a similar Absolutely. property and roll your gain forward into that deferring yes. it for the future. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Correct. Correct. And then the other one is um, if you go on to the HUD, H-U-D, you know, uh, urban and urban development website dot gov, the reverse mortgage for people 62 and over, which is a phenomenal program. It is guaranteed by the federal government. If they have, you know, it does not mean that you don't have that. You can, if you have 50% equity in your property, uh-huh. you then now can apply for a reverse mortgage. The only difference between that is that you have to have a counseling session for approximately 150 to 200, $250 to say that you understand. But that if you have the ability to continue to pay your mortgage, you may as well because you're paying yourself effectively. And I, and I agree. Own, it used to be, yep. it used to be several years ago that reverse mortgages were a little shady. There were some people yes. who were taking advantage of seniors, but, but they have cleaned up the, the, the industry. The FHA has come in and done a great job. You're absolutely right. The differences are astonishing, and it it will yes. probably, these programs will probably save a lot of seniors' lives. Yes, and it enables them to stay in their own homes. Yep. The beauty of it is, is that let's say you own your home outright, and you want to stay there. You now can apply. does not mean you have to use it, and here's the beauty of it. If you apply for a home equity line of credit and do not use that home equity line of credit, you get interest on your money, so effectively your house is paying you instead of you're paying your house. These are some really great programs, and and the fact there are a couple of good books out about them, too, that people might want to look for. Just go to Amazon, look up reverse mortgages. But you're absolutely right. Catherine, thank you very much for sharing. We appreciate it. Donna, welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, how are you? I'm good, Donna. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, I am a Vanguard customer, and I received an email saying I could sign up for, I could change my account over some kind of a brokerage thing. Um, Do you know what that means? Uh, I'm I'm not sure. Do do you have the document? I'm not sure what it means by a brokerage thing. I mean, I know Vanguard Uh, has their own brokerage firm where you can have your accounts and and own other securities. But are you talking about Vanguard's advisor, investment advisory services? uh, No, I think it was talking about changing all my accounts over to a brokerage, to their brokerage account. Well, you may, yeah, it may very well be that you just own the the funds directly through Vanguard and you don't have them in a brokerage account. But I don't know what the big advantage what did they say the advantage would be they didn't and i so don't I, know that I they're leaving it right now I, where it is i probably i don't see a big advantage unless you're wanting to trade your either trade your vanguard and put it in something else or buy other securities and again what would be the purpose of that vanguard funds are fine without being in a particular brokerage account i would probably just ignore it okay that's okay. what i thought but i just wanted to get your opinion. I, i'm glad you did thanks for the call donna i appreciate it larry you're up welcome to talking real money thank you i think i heard part of the answer to my question, I was talking to a broker, and you keep talking about the advantage in Vanguard funds because they have low cost to manage them. Right. And I, what I was looking at was the fact that the broker could help me pick which Vanguard fund or funds to put my money into, and but then that broker would charge me a, a commission to do that. Right. And you don't want to yeah. do that. You don't want to do that for two reasons. One, because you don't want to pay. Two, because they don't know anything. They don't know anything. Okay. You, No one knows which fund to be in at which time. It's impossible to know that. That's why we so fervently, and I do mean fervently, like religiously believe that what you do at Vanguard is you go get the VTWSX, which is the Vanguard Total World Stock Index, 
for your equity position, and then you balance that with a short-term, short-intermediate bond fund or the Vanguard Bond Index Fund. You just use two funds. And the way you can determine how much you need to have in each one, go to TalkingRealMoney.com and take the risk quiz. And that'll tell you what your tolerance for risk is likely to be. And the less you can tolerate volatility, the more you should have in bonds. The more you tolerate volatility, the more you have in stocks. And there's no trick to this. You don't try to pick the right fund for the right time because there's no such thing as the right fund for the right time because that would require knowing the future, which is totally unknowable. So buy directly through Vanguard. Save the middleman. Okay. Okay. And then if I buy directly through Vanguard, do they then hold this stock, so to speak? And yep. If I wanted to sell it, I just call, call them up and say sell it? You either call them up or you go online and you sell it. Okay. It's easy, easy, you easy. look at VTWSX. Yeah, that's the Vanguard Total World Stock Index Fund. They try to own almost every stock on the planet. What about 7,500 of them? Wow. Okay. Very good. Good luck. Thanks for the call. And really quickly, Margaret, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Thank you. My husband and I are in our 80s. We have a sum of money that we don't need right now, and I'm looking for a good place to put it. And I wondered if an IRA or a money market account, account would be the best. Okay, here's what we have to deal with. One, an IRA is not an investment. An IRA is just, it's a, it's a place to hold your, your investments. How much money are we talking about? How much money are we talking about? $40,000. $40,000. And what's the purpose of the money? What do you need this to do for you down the road? Pay my expenses when I no longer have money enough to pay for them. Okay. So you're, it's, it's, do you need it? Absolutely. No doubt about it. Non-volatile, total safety? Yes. And was it ever in an IRA before? No. Then you can't put it in an IRA, even a Roth. So you're going to need to put it into something that's very secure. Now, if you want absolute security, understand this. It's critical you understand you will not make any money after inflation. You just won't. I know. So what I would suggest with $40,000 is you go to a website. If you go to, if you can use the internet, go to bankrate.com and look for the highest yielding CDs and put one-fourth of that money in a one-year CD or a six-month CD, one-fourth in a two-year CD, one-fourth in a three-year CD, and one-fourth in a four-year CD. You will have absolute safety, and you will have new money rolling over every year if you need it. And if you don't need it, you roll it back out to a four-year CD or a five-year CD ladder your CDs. You'll be very safe. It'll be really boring. And I guarantee you will not, not make any money after inflation. Thanks for the call, Margaret. We will be right back. Tom and Don are talking real money. We hope you're enjoying one of the more unique podcasts out there, but we want to remind you that there are other tools we offer to help you get educated about what we call real investing. We publish Real Investing Journal both as a free online version and in an inexpensive printed magazine. You can check those out at realinvestingjournal.com. Then we offer classes, most of which are in the Seattle area, but now we've got a couple of the classes that we taught at RetireMeet online for free at TalkingRealMoney.com under the video link. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com, click on the video link, and finally... We rarely mention it, but we also manage wealth for hundreds of folks and well over a third of a million dollars through our fee-only 100% fiduciary investment advisory firm, Vestry. We manage money just as we talk about it. We always put our clients first, our fees are low, and we educate you on a regular basis. Go to Vestry.com to learn more, and you can take our free no-obligation risk quiz to understand the level of investment volatility you can tolerate. That's Vestry.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And we're running out of time. So, uh, well, I want to thank you for listening, and I want to invite you to our open house. We just moved our firm, Vestry, into a brand-new office, uh, and we're really proud of it, and we want to share it with you. We're going to do the show live on August 19th from our offices. We're bringing in some food trucks, and so your ticket includes lunch. So, yes, we will charge, but you get lunch. Uh, so go to TalkingRealMoney.com and sign up, TalkingRealMoney.com. That the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs. 
programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only-registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?